0: What's up, you guys? We're so happy you're here to listen to us today. This is Leah and Brittany. You know the vibes. This is a mindful podcast. We got a little bit of humor and gossip thrown in here, and we are so excited for you to listen to this episode today. Well, we tried to weekly download Punk the other night. No cuz Levi like downloads like a ton of illegal movies and stuff yes. all the time. And I was like, "Oh my god, I really want to watch Punk. Like I was craving it." And then I got an, like an hour later, I got an email from Comcast and it was like, no. "We're going to shut down your service for downloading." And then it was like infringement. It was like Punk'd, <gasps> Punk'd, no. Punk'd, no. I was Like, "Oh my god." And so they're like, God ran, was like deleting, deleting it all. Yeah, so oh my they God. Deleted. How did you were watching? <laughs> said, like punked, 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 punked. <laughs> like all the <that laughs> was were like, punked. I know. I'm dying. I would have <laughs> like,
1: freaked
0: out. U Torrent. Wait, he put one of those U Torrent movies on my laptop, remember? We were watching In Time. Oh It yeah. took me like six months to get that shit to delete off my laptop. <laughs> like it just wouldn't delete. Every time I restarted, it'd be there again. Weird. Don't well, put you yeah, on saying- your... <laughs> <laughs> We've like everything all the time, but punked. Like punk's oh, like God. ruining my life now. <laughs>
1: That reminds me of LimeWire. Did you guys do like yes. LimeWire? Oh, yes. <laughs> the viruses and the Rick Rolls. You would get it and then be like, never gonna give you up.
0: <laughs> LimeWire. Oh my
1: God.
0: That is so funny. Well, you guys, we have one of my youngest sisters me? here today on the episode. <laughs> Brittany's so excited. I'm so excited. My sister Nancy is here. Nancy Hi. say hello. <laughs> um, this is Nancy's first podcast, so you guys really need to make sure you rate this episode 5 stars, leave us a review, make sure you subscribe, send to all your friends so that Nancy, you know, knows that you love her. <laughs> So we are two of six siblings, and Nancy is fifth in line. Yes. I'm second in line. Nancy's fifth. Our youngest, youngest, has a different dad. So Nancy is actually the youngest of the Cassiano children.
1: The baby Cassiano.
0: The baby. Mm. But she's not a baby anymore. She's 25, almost 26. Um, I was going to say I'm 23 (laughs) for (laughs) some reason. No, idea. I was like so nervous. I was like, okay, I'm 23. <laughs> yeah. You're not 23. <laughs> so I know all of my siblings' birthdays and birth years. And one time, I like said someone's birthday, and Nancy was so shocked yeah. that I knew their birthday. <laughs> I mean, that I'm kind of with everyone else's birthday. Like I remember everyone else's birthday, but not except ours. for my siblings. Yeah, I'm like, oops, yours is sometime in February. Sometime, I in really February. and I have no idea how old you are. What? <laughs> <laughs> You're either 30, 30 to 32. Okay. You're 31. Yeah. Okay there, we go. okay. there we go. I know that. Wait, everyone... do you know all of our signs, though? No. Oh, <gasps> I definitely. That's more important
1: than a birthday.
0: I think Brittany probably even knows all of our signs. Yeah. I mean, I could if I really thought about it. Wait, Brittany, do you know everyone's signs? Oh, gosh. Okay. Pisces. Right with Amber.
1: Okay. Virgo, Leah, you're Pisces. Matt is next.
0: Oh, Matt is a. Oh, I don't know Matt's. He's a Virgo. He's oh, okay, star. Virgo. And then Kylie. Libra. Yep. And then Nancy. Nancy. Ah! <laughs> There's There's a
1: okay. She's a Taurus. <laughs> <laughs> in, in, in and then Casey,
0: Casey's an Aries. Nancy, what's it like being the youngest of five? You don't know any different. No, it's pretty cool. I don't know. I didn't really. It was awful growing up. <laughs> yeah. It was awful. It was everything I. We said, were all awful to each other, yeah. though. But like everything was always my fault. Like remember, if like someone was mean to me, and I'd go like crying to my parents and be like, "Well, what would you do to annoy them?" They, no, I promise, they're actually that mean. It wasn't me. <laughs> And like everything was my fault, but Aww. they were all just really mean. Yeah, we were all really yeah. mean to each other. About bitches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's cool now. It's cool now. <laughs> totally. But so Nancy actually moved. How old were you? Thirteen or fourteen? Fourteen. Nancy actually moved away when she was fourteen to New York City, the Big Apple. Hey. Nancy's been doing ballet her whole life, and when she was thirteen. She moved to dance, live and dance at the School of American Ballet. Mm -hmm. Amazing. So sick. So something, and Nancy, I'm going to let you talk about it because I actually tell people this all the time because I find it so fucking interesting. So in the ballet world, you know, ballet is, it's an art, but it's also technically by definition considered a sport. Obviously, everyone on here knows I always relay things about back to sports because that's what I know. And in ballet, even from a very, very young age, because of course you do like training camps, they call them like intensive workshops and stuff like that, just like all sports do like over the summertime and stuff. But something that's unique to ballet specifically is you try out or like audition for certain schools or companies, even if you know you're not going to go. Because in ballet, you can put it on your resume that you were accepted into a program. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. but, like, in other sports, you don't do that. Like, you don't audition for something or try out for a team and then not accept the invite just to say, you know what I mean? Like, you wouldn't go out for, like, an all-star cheerleading team knowing before the tryouts that you're not going to take the spot if you make it. Yeah. But in ballet, they do that.
1: Yeah. Good. Good practice, too. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: when she did – she did a summer program for School of American Ballet, Mm
1: -hmm. and then
0: they invited her – to go to school there, but she initially, our family had to decline because we grew up poor and couldn't afford to send her there. But then, and you can tell the rest, but then your school, the ballet school she was already at, they kind of helped and fundraised to get her up there, right? Yeah. So tell us about that. Tell us about when you got, because I actually don't even remember most of it because I was doing like my own thing. I was a kid too. But like when you Auditioned or found out that you got accepted into the school of American Valley and then what happened after that? Well, so this is like goes back though, because we were in the middle of like a second divorce in our family. Dad and Debbie. <actually, laughs> really? really? Yeah. They were getting divorced when you were gone. Yes. So oh. when I was going, because I got in so the year before I auditioned for SAB, we call it. I got accepted, even though I didn't audition to this other boarding school in Washington, DC, called the Kirov. And it's very like Russian intense school. And they asked me to go just from the summer, the summer camp audition. Yeah. They asked me to stay year-round. And I was like, oh my God, that's so exciting. I wanna go, so cool. And I my stepmom at the time was like, Absolutely not. Like none of your siblings ever got to do that. Like, you don't get to just move away. Like, of course not, you'll never get to do that. So my heart's like crushed because all I wanted, I knew that like the only way to really really make it, at least for me, was if I was going to move away and train somewhere. Because Atlanta or Georgia in general doesn't have the greatest ballet programs. Yeah. And it just wasn't like for me, I needed, I'm like zero to 100, needed like the full thing.
1: Totally. And
0: so I was so upset. And then the next year I audition for SAB knowing they have a year-round program and thinking like, oh, that would be the dream. But my stepmom would never let me go, even if I got in. But then my dad and my stepmom are going through this divorce. I didn't know that
1: was the same time. Yes, it was the
0: same time. And then I get into the school. And I remember I'm at my mom's house checking on her computer if I got accepted to the summer course. Ah. It was like unheard of to get accepted into the summer course it's from my school. And I got in with a full scholarship. And I remember screaming. I was still get chills remembering. I was like, oh my god, I got in and with the scholarship. Like so excited my mom was like jumping up and down she was like well you have to go you have to go and so and I- our parents are from New Jersey so her going up to New York was very cool to all of us cuz we have extended yeah. family up there still and mm-hmm. you yeah. know excuses to continue going up north so i think my mom even drove me up there she did um, with Amber, our oldest sister, and then we um, talk about Amber a lot. Listeners yeah. know who she is. Yeah, so <laughs> we like go up there, and I remember my mom kind of saying something like, "All right, so you really got to try to get into the year-round program because, like, you have nowhere else to really come back to, like in Georgia, because my dad and Debbie were getting divorced." There was like no, I wasn't in was any no, like school program. There's no room at mom's house. Yeah, and she yeah. was like, no, you kind of really got to get in. Like this was like when she was like leaving me. And I was like, oh, I want to get in anyways, but like shit, now I really have to. No pressure, no pressure. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> but it turns out on the second day, I got asked to stay for <gasps> the year round program. And I was so excited. And then of course my mom was like, okay well we'll have to figure out like it anyway and we can get you there for them the the payment yeah yeah. yeah. but it was actually sab worked um ended up working with my mom throughout like my entire time there and i think she was we were on some type of like because i got full scholarship but you still when you're living in the dorm you still have to pay for things like the food and stuff something not just like living the ballet (laughs) they ended up putting like putting her on a payment schedule where She didn't end up finishing paying it off until after I graduated, like two years after I graduated. Know that she had to like send you money like that. Yeah, so that was awesome. She really did everything she could to get me there. Yeah. So Nancy lived there at the Lincoln Center in Manhattan for Mm -hmm. five years, right? Yes. Five years. Yeah, and then she went to just a regular public high school in New York for for regular school, Mm -hmm. but then had her ballet school. And then you're like the fifth year would be the equivalent of like being redshirted where she graduated academics. But then SAB was like, hey, because of your age and your birthday, you can actually you're eligible to stay here for a whole other year to continue learning from us. So she did yeah. that, which is so cool. Yeah. So what was it like in <laughs> high school being in Manhattan? Uh, I like- I mean, again, I know you don't know any different. I but know. Like- her upbringing is so different than ours. Yeah, I think about this often because I took so much advantage of this. Like if <laughs> I were to do it now, I would have so much of a cooler life. Like I was so lame. I hated my public school because I was such a bunhead. I hated my <laughs> bunhead. School. That's what you call it. Yeah. And so I hated all, like, normal people, like, my, like, normal classmates at hi- my normal high school. Yes. <laughs> it wasn't normal It at wasn't, all. though. It was still, like, like a performing arts yeah, school, Yeah, right? Britney Spears went to my high school. Oh. And Alicia Keys. We like, love Britney on, on the show. And lip yeah. from Shameless. Oh. Wow. Watch I've watched a couple seasons. Yeah. Wow. Um, so they're not normal, but like they they're like, still like actors, dancers, musicians. Yes, right. Yes. And like they just like did drugs and stuff and like yeah. drink, you know? <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, no, you can't do that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like would go to school and then yeah, ride the subway to school and I hated that.
1: Like, oh my god, I would so love.
0: Cool. <laughs> and then my high school was like two blocks away from Times Square. Mm-hmm. Hated that. <laughs> and then <laughs> would like lo- like try to leave school early every day just to get like to ballet Back like an to, hour early. Yeah. Um, Back to the Liberty um, Center and like have time to like go to the cafeteria Center. and like eat with all my friends, which is like so cool. Like, I, <laughs> breakfast lunch and dinner with my friends but hated it (laughs) I'm just thinking back and I'm like I wish I appreciated it more it was a lot cooler okay but to me you were so cool oh because we went up you know to New York City a a bunch and we'd see her and hang out and to me you were so fucking cool like the first time I went up and visited her in New York City I think you were, like, 16, mm-hmm. and that was my first time as an adult going to New York City. And we met, I th- I'm think i pretty sure Amber was with us, and we met up with Nancy, and she was just like, this New York girl <laughs> knew where to go, knew how to run the subways, knew yeah. where to stop in, didn't ever, like, <laughs> worry about the people around, didn't look up, didn't care about any, just, like, so yeah. fucking cool. <laughs> So, no. Yeah, and i specifically remember tell me if you remember this because i actually think about it all the time so on the same trip we were standing outside of just like on a sidewalk on the outside of the building and nancy's just like using the windows as a mirror and i was like <laughs> yeah. do you not think about the people on the <laughs> other side she looks at me stone cold and goes I have never once thought about <laughs> who's on the other side of the window. <laughs> never once. I never thought about who was on the other side of the window, but she regularly would just use windows as (laughs) her mirror. There was one specifically. I remember this one building. I would always look to, like, before school, look at my outfit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I never once thought someone was in there. Yeah. So I definitely thought you were cool when you lived in New York City. Nice. Mm -hmm. Good to know. Something that I just remembered as we were talking about that that you were in New York when Hurricane Sandy hit. Oh, yeah. That oh. was really fun. I mean, not that sounds awful to say it was fun because a lot of people had a terrible time. It was time fun anyway. because where you were, nothing bad happened. Yeah, I was like right anywhere below like 50th Street. I was on 65th, like lost all power and okay. was like flooded for like days. Remember the um, subways were flooded? Sandy was so hot. Yeah, yeah. But my building, like the area still had some power and we had a generator. But we I was living up on the fourteenth floor and the windows I remember were like shaking oh. so much and like skyscrapers they like kinda you know oh, exactly. oh, yeah. yeah, so like they were really nervous about that. So SAB, the studios were on the fifth floor of this building, and we all lived on the thirteenth floor to the seventeenth floor. Okay. Those were our dorms. So I remember it was like probably like 9 p.m. or something, and they like told us all we all had to like grab our things and go to the fifth oh, floor. Oh, I remember that. We were like, oh my god, sleep <laughs> this is like unheard of, so cool. <laughs> and then we ended up going down and like staying on SAB's floor until like midnight or something. That's the that down. is that fun though. Yeah, I know <laughs> it was like so cool. <laughs> we were like where all the offices are, like yeah dark.
1: Like, so yeah cool. like
0: going through school hallways after hours like yeah, that's fun totally. <laughs> wait so how old are you at that point when sandy hit well um, yeah what year was that i don't know 2012 wait or let me google, google it when did sandy hit i'm trying to think what year that was i was, I was in puerto rico I was so, so probably 16 or yeah 17. it was 2012 it was 2012 okay. so, well, so i, I was sorry. 22 so you're five years younger than me so yeah 17 okay yeah cool. right cool. was that math right
1: Oh, I yeah. don't get that. Yeah, yeah. yeah you like, again, 17. I
0: barely went to high school. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. I took, I took. school math with the seventh graders all oh, through no. my high school. Because I like went, I was begging the teacher to give me a math credit, and he was like, "You can take integrated algebra until your senior year." I was like, "Done. Do That's it." <laughs> I took the same class over and over again. Brittany, do you have any questions oh about God, ballet at too. ballet school? Because we'll get into the professional division in a minute.
1: Cool. So, like, what did – you went to regular school during the day. So, like, I'm I'm assuming, like, what, 8 to 3 or 9 to 3 yeah. or something? Like no, I don't think it was that no. long, was so it? so
0: my first year there, I was um, in the ballet school. I was in the intermediate division. So we didn't have classes until, like, 4.30. So I would do a full day of school my freshman year. And then when I got the next year, so sophomore year to senior year, I'd only have to go in the mornings for first period. So I don't know what time school would start like okay. seven or something. Yeah. So I would only have to go to the high school for like an hour and then come back and then I would have class at 1030, have a break and then have another class and be done at like two every day.
1: Okay. Did Sorry. they control a lot of like what you guys like ate and stuff like that?
0: No, not in the any. ballet school or in the public the ballet school. They did it so much because we had was um, there a cafeteria there yeah was you had cafeteria, cafeteria that we shared with the Juilliard students. okay So we had like our meal cards and you had to like spend a certain amount or something but they didn't really ever they control... didn't like give you meal like plans no. or anything. They only did okay. if someone was like either severely underweight or severely overweight not severely okay. like, yeah, yeah, overweight. Totally. Overweight oh, um, for ballet. Yeah. Ballet, yeah. Wait, yeah. I want to back up just because you said it. And I know that you've, at some point, you've explained it to me. But I mm-hmm. think listeners would find it really interesting. So Juilliard, because of, like, movies and TV, mm-hmm. is famous. Save the but, last day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But isn't – but SAB is actually, like, above Juilliard, yeah? Well, yes, for ballet. Like, it depends. Juilliard has, like – they have a drama, drama school – they have music. They have, they do have some dancing. So they have a whole bunch of different things, and like broadly are yeah. more qualified. like are better. And SAB you know? is only ballet. Yeah, it's only okay. ballet. But SAB has a one percent acceptance rate, and Juilliard has like a two percent.
1: Okay, That's So very
0: so. Both crazy. are like impossible to get in. But like it's, it's, it's yeah, it's very crazy. But Juilliard students are also older. It's like. College. college. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like I say, they like would make fun of the SAV kids because there's like a little 14 year old and they're like in college. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sitting at, in adults. the cafeteria <laughs> yeah, like, drinking and we're like little kids, you know? <laughs> yeah.
1: um,
0: okay. That makes sense yeah. then. We like weren't allowed to go to their dorms because we like were to the 17th floor and they were like all, above the, all now, <laughs> <okay>. the ones <laughs> above. Yeah. So the dorms were not co-ed, right? No, were the floors poet. So they used to be, and <laughs> apparently after I graduated, not that I did anything with boys, please, but <laughs> like we, I would like hang out. Okay, sorry, long story. <laughs> so we used to. You had to be in your suites. They were called at like nine thirty or ten, and you weren't allowed to leave okay. unless you were eighteen. Then you could like you didn't Do have a curfew. So there used to be like this game we would play. In between, this is so lame talking about it now. (laughs) We had those like plastic blinds that were like really long and tall that you could like pull off. Yeah. So we'd pull them off and like write notes on them. And because it was all carpet, slide them from the Oh, I hear the blinds you're talking about. Slide them all the way over to the other suite across the hall. which would be a boys suite. And like write notes. It was actually really fun. Like, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> right. like, it was called like past the tablet. It was, something. it was really weird. And like, we put full length stories on them, like, really, really cool. And I just now remembered this. One of them, and I'd love to go back and see if it's still there. We like ripped up the old carpets in one of the dorms. And barely kicked one of the tablets under all the carpet. The tablets. And put it They're up. called Venetian blinds, by the way. to <laughs> me. <laughs> the Venetian, the long, long, long Venetian blinds. The, tablets. Okay. the, the tablets. tablets. I don't know why we called it that. I was just telling the listeners what type yeah. of blinds you're talking about. Um. <laughs> So if anyone's at SAB and they go to the 13th floor, check under the carpets. (laughs) Yes, if (laughs) anyone's there, let us know. That is hilarious. But yeah, like we'd sneak across like other people's suites all the time. And then I found out after that they don't have co-ed floors anymore. That's so So funny. So (laughs) I'm going to ask because I know it's very stereotypical. I know the answer, but is it? Are, are male ballet dancers predominantly gay? No, that's a terrible question to ask. No, <laughs> I'm just asking because most people do no. assume that. And I, I know that they're not, but yeah. that's why the question of, like, co-ed floors, yeah. you know. Gotcha. I don't know. It's all very, like, changing a lot in the ballet world now. I've I don't met know. a no lot of your guy friends, of yes. course. Yes. For sure. People are just trying not to assume anyone is of any type of… Sexuality. Or- sexuality. Well, like, we even have… There's a student at PNB right now, actually, Pacific Northwest Ballet, who is taking the women's classes because he's wearing point shoes. And he like, is like, Do you guys not wear a point? No. Oh, no. I don't think I knew that. No. It's, well, there's a certain company in Europe, the Chocaderos, that, oh, I just said Europe. I'm pretty sure they're in Europe. I'm not sure. Maybe in New York. <laughs> <laughs> but... They're like famous for being men on point and they do okay. par- parody ballets. Like, that's what their company is. It's all male. So they've that's had cool. that, but this is like a very serious ballet student and he's only like 17, 16 or 17. And he's on point. And he's on point and he's wearing leotards and tights, putting his hair in a bun and taking women's classes. That's cool. Because they're like, this shouldn't be that weird. Yeah. Um, no, I agree. I didn't know boys yeah. didn't wear point. Yes. So, but, going back to like if they're gay or straight, it's I the same it's, as everything, right? Like yeah. all sexualities are amongst all yeah, it's everyone like, no one it's just it's a weird stereotype, of course. Yeah. but it, and I'm sure you growing up in it, you yeah. know it's like very common for people to assume that if a boy's gonna dance ballet, he must be gay, yeah no but those boys- which is like so bizarre because really it's kind of the same thought at least to me as like cheerleaders it's more like actually they're, they're really girls smart girls all day, because they're like girls all day yeah. and they have to touch them so much yeah. yeah it's actually like so smart for a straight boy to go into either of those sports yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. okay so then so we did five years at sab mm-hmm. wait i have then- a one
1: question uh-huh. thick or thin pizza
0: Ooh. Oh uh, it depends. <laughs> it depends where you're getting it. Like All right, tell us our frozen pizzas thin. Okay. I'm with you there. I agree with that. Yeah, okay, I agree. Yeah. Um gosh, I don't know. New York thin. Okay. okay. What about like Washington pizza? Uh, no, it's not good. <laughs> no, uh, thick. Definitely thick. Like okay. if I'm gonna if I know it's gonna be a shitty pizza place, like duh thick. You want it like greasy and gross. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like it has to be really good pizza if it's thin.
1: Yeah, because okay. yeah, that's what we were talking about. Like the thinner, the more you can eat. But if it's not like really good, like just one hefty piece of thick pizza. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> oh man, that sounds so good. <laughs> I do have a thin pizza in my freezer. Yeah. Right <laughs> what she's having for dinner? <laughs> okay, so Nancy graduates from Sab, and then I actually had flown you down to Puerto Rico. Because that's where oh, yeah. I was living. It was like right. That was like when you left New York, oh, yeah. you came to Puerto uh-huh. Rico. That was the first place you went before going to Georgia, mm-hmm. and that was like the first time that Nancy and I had hung out, like with her being an adult, yeah. mm-hmm. even though she's still like eighteen or nineteen. But you know, and that was so fun. And I remember going to this one beach by by my house where we lived, and there's a farm on the beach. So there was, like, cows and horses basically, like, right <laughs> behind us laying out. <laughs> you know what Nancy thought? It was so fucking bizarre that, that we were laying weird. on the beach that, in but... front of the ocean, like, at the ocean, and then there was cows, like, 10 feet behind us. Yeah, I think it's yeah. bizarre, too. You remember, remember that, but picturing that, that's so
1: odd. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I, like, never walked in the fields or anything because they are like, someone's cows. Oh, they're not I thought you are just, yeah. like wild
1: cows. <laughs> No, no, no.
0: It was like someone's property, (laughs) but they'd be like right there. Gotcha. Yeah. So So then, so I want you to talk about the process after graduating from ballet school. So Mm. you go into the professional world. And in my opinion of it, it's very similar to applying to colleges, but instead it's for a ballet company. Yes. So you usually do auditions. They're called cattle call auditions because – Speaking of cows. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, a ton of people show up. And my school, school SAB, was, like, the hub for, in New York for where people would – or, like, if people in, from Pennsylvania, anywhere, would come mm-hmm. to audition there. So you'd have hundreds of people show up for an audition for a company. You know, wear numbers on your leotards, and the director would make cuts throughout the audition, which was unlike – anything else you've experienced up until then because summer course auditions, anyone's allowed to audition and you take the whole class and you either get it or you don't. But for company auditions, they cut you. They cut you. So by the end of the audition,
1: you there's won't.
0: one, I remember, this is for Boston Ballet. I ended up getting in, So um, there was hundreds of people. They had to split the bar, so the first half of class, into two groups. So there's like 100 people in the first group and like 100 in the second. I was in the second group. I remember we're going and taking bar. And then after that, they make cuts and only call a smaller one group for center. And we're like doing it. And like, there's no time frame at this point. They're like, there's no end time. They're just like going until they go. So we're doing it, doing the audition, doing the audition. Gets down to four of us. And it's, it's like hours later. You're so exhausted. And it's just like a panel, like the director, some choreographers, some stage, ma- like, or ballet masters and all sitting in the front. And you're just like, there's, it's called Grand Allegro, like the last combination you usually do and it's big jumps. And I remember there was one Grand Allegro comp, uh, combination that we just kept doing over and over again. Cause there's only like four of us. And we'd like look at the director when he was done He'd be like, ah, all right, let's just do it again. Let's they're so tired, but you're, like, really trying. You're, like, hoping again. And you're, like, come oh, on. We have to get in!" Like, look at us. Like, <laughs> we have to get in. And then after that, he would sit everyone down and, like, tell them if they got accepted or not. So that was... Live like, decisions. That's yeah. scary, dude. Terrifying. But at least you know. Yeah, That's so, true. So, That's like, true. You don't right? have to go home and, like, try to sleep. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. summer course auditions, you're, like, you have, like, a week to two weeks before you find out. And you're just like, uh, I hope I get in. Then you like see someone else got an email, and you're like, Oh my god, no, what is that? I mean? Mean? Where's mine? Where's mine? <laughs> like, were they sending out the acceptance letters first? They're just cold. That's and like, true. Better. That's guess, true. Because you can just, you know, and you can yeah. move on. From if you whatever get a cut cut after bar, you're just like, All right, getting right, that company. <laughs> That's not, that true. company's off the table. Yeah. You know, on <laughs> to the next. So that was, I actually loved that. I loved the like, thrill of auditioning. The intensity of yeah. it. Oh my God. I love it. Cause you're like, your A game's on. You're oh, like yeah. shoving to the front. Like it's so fun. <laughs> it's
1: <adrenaline> um, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: I loved it. So that's how that was. But for Pacific Northwest Ballet, where I ended up going to work, they didn't hold company auditions. Okay. So I went there from 14 to 18 every summer for their summer program. You did? So yeah. <laughs> so I was really, I really knew Seattle and knew the company. And That's really, how you knew certain friends before the company yeah. or before you worked there. Yeah. Well, and because the Bad I, World's so small. Well, you know, yeah. Everyone. I didn't. I did not know you went out there every summer. (laughs) So I got into Boston Ballet and I never once visited Boston. I still haven't been there ever. I haven't either. I didn't go to the summer course at all. I didn't know the city at all. I just didn't. And I didn't really know that many people in the company. So I wasn't that excited about it. And I remember people thought I was such a brat. And my teachers at SAB were like, you know, one teacher was like, don't look the gift horse in the mouth, she said. Because she was like, you got this great thing. People would kill for this. Like, you have to take it. And I remember in my heart, I was like, no, I don't want to accept this. I don't want to accept the position.
1: Yeah.
0: And like, they were so mad. I mean, they're like, what? Like How why? You? Yeah, why wouldn't you do that? And so the boss at Pacific Northwest Ballet, Peter Bowl, I had his email. So I was like, all right, I'm going to email him because they're not having company auditions. And so I emailed him and was like, listen, I got into Boston Ballet. I have to let them know next week um but i would rather be in your company like is there anything we can do and he emailed back like right away and was like hey Nancy, can we have a phone call on friday yeah! <laughs> i was like freaking out i was like oh my god what does it mean and then i ended up getting offered an apprenticeship there but so, it was a paid apprenticeship right yes yeah, so apprentice is basically a corps de ballet member but you don't have any previous experience like it's a contract thing a union Label, okay. they can't like act. They can't pay you the full salary. Salary if you have no other experience. I got you. Um, so you're basically in the core. It's just you don't get you get paid half of what the core members get. How um, long were you an apprentice for? Just for a year. Okay. Yeah. That as was far as exciting. dancing, is there a difference like roles, positions, anything like that? You're no. just getting paid less. You literally <laughs> just getting paid less. There's no difference. I mean, there might be something about not being able to do like a soloist role, but I'm I don't think that's true because like friend... contractually, you probably can, but it yeah. just doesn't happen often. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the only thing. So how soon from graduation, cause I don't know the timeline mm-hmm. from graduation of SAB, did you start your contract with PNB? So I didn't start until I graduated in 2014 was when I left SAB. I started December. So that was like June of 2014. I started my contract in December. Okay. I was so I had to go to PNB and I was a student in their professional division program until December. That's right. because you... So from like September to December. Okay. Only like that short amount of time. I was a student, but... And then you ended up being there for six years. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Do you have any accomplishments that you're like so, so proud of for being a professional ballet dancer? Well, I like mean, like, all of your like... If... Yeah. Done. Yeah. My dream role, like, well, there's still one dream role I never got to do, but that's okay. Because <laughs> I got to perform in the ballet. It's Ruby's. That's my favorite ballet of all time. I got to perform in the core as a student, actually. That was because someone in the company got sick and I was the only one who could go in. Um, so I guess I would check that one off. For yeah. That. But yeah, the Dewdrop Fairy and the Nutcracker is like the best role in the entire world. Brittany and I was in like it. theater and stuff. So she yeah. knows. And like she does, plays music. and oh, cool. Yeah. So yeah. she knows yeah. all that type of stuff. Yeah. That is like the best part in the whole world. And I got to do that for Didn't two years. Didn't I get to watch you do Dewdrop? I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure I watched you do it. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It's so good. That's I think like, me and Amber watched you. I would do that over and over and over again. That's so, I really like nutcrackers, my favorite thing in the whole world. So, how, I think you should talk about because I've told people and it is so insane how many nutcracker performances the company does during the mm. season. Because everyone knows it's like, you know, everyone knows Christmas time is the nutcracker. Yeah. So if you, if you know, how many performances does the entire company do for a Nutcracker year? season? So I think we do some anywhere from between 36 and 40 shows. Wow. And how um, many did you do? So I did. Because I know you had some time off. Yeah. So this is from the day after Thanksgiving. We start and then we would go until like oh. right before New Year's, like December 28th or something. Okay. So it's like about a month, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like five Um, weeks, I think. Yeah, we would usually have shows Thursday, Friday, two Saturday, and then two Sunday. So that was like for the first two weekends. And then you start doing like week of Christmas, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But on like one of those days, you'll only have one show or you'll have like a school show, which is like a half show for the elementary schools and whatnot. But I did probably – I had the most parts – in the Nutcracker, you're in amazing. my company. No, because I like wanted to do everything. <laughs> and because she's really, really amazing. But I did every part except for the Sugar Plum Fairy lead role. So I very rarely had any shows off. But because of our contract, we had to have at least one day off, which was two shows. We had to. like No one could do more than eight shows in a row, or else they'd get overtime. And I do not want to pay you overtime. do not want to pay you overtime. <laughs> now, just because P- I know people don't know, you were salary. You don't get paid yeah. per performance. No, we were on. It'd be lit if you got paid. Yes, per we were on a forty-one week contract. so we get paid for forty-one weeks, but throughout that, we have like a spring break. We have a week off in like March or April. And then a week off after Nutcracker, so like into oh, the yeah, New that's year. That's when you would go home. Or- and then, depending on it, how many weeks off or how much time we had off throughout the year, then we would have to have like a big chunk of time off in the summer. So usually we'd have anywhere from like six to ten weeks off in the summer, and that is when, a long time. Yeah, and that's like actually so interesting because they mm-hmm. would get on paper get laid off so mm-hmm. that they would get unemployment oh. during those two yeah. months. Yeah. But then that's when you would travel. Yeah. that's told me and basically just that was like in like how it is in school, like elementary school. Yeah. You school, have like you your have summer off. And it's really yeah. exciting. Um, Tell us some of the stuff that you've done because you've done, you've gone to really cool places. Um, like when you and Kylie went to Europe. Okay. Yeah. So, well, this was PNB went to go perform in Paris for two weeks and then it fell right into like your a six week layoff or something. And so everyone was like, oh, everyone's going (laughs) traveling. Yeah. Yeah, So I went. Kylie Kylie, met you out there. Kylie met me in Paris. And then we had like, we were like, oh my God, we want to go to Morocco. Because it was my first time leaving the country. (laughs) And I was like, we might as well do like it all. So we flew to Morocco and hated it, Like hated it. They hated it. Britty, they hated oh it. my God. Like it was Wanting awful. to change their flights, well, change their did. trip. They because hated it. It was, like, it was summertime. I was living like this bougie life in Paris. Like Paris is so beautiful and so great. And like yes. you can go get your nails done. I got my lashes done there. Like just so nice. And then you go to Morocco and it's like, it is so beautiful, but like, Oh my god! Like it's just so many people. You're like sleeping on dirt, and Were like, you guys like hot as balls. Yeah, it's like 110 degrees. <laughs> Um, oh, yeah. it's also like a pretty much like a dry country you can't like drink alcohol there. It was just really hard. And we like didn't plan didn't for that. It. Of course. So um, we were supposed to be there for a week and then go camp in the desert for like four days. <laughs> but, <laughs> and everywhere you go is like a drive and you have to pay everyone oh. all the time. Like no one takes like everyone's asking you for money constantly and it made you feel really like icky. So we were there for like a few days and then Kylie ended up coming home and I oh, bought a ticket right. to Barcelona cause it was like $200 and I was like, I'm going to Barcelona. And it's like, that was my favorite place in the oh, entire. Yeah. Oh So <laughs> Did I Did you meet up with friends there? Yes, yeah. some people from my company ended up being there at the same time. So I would meet, I met up with friends there and then I met up with a group of friends in Italy in Rome yeah. Oh, that was so nice. Awesome. <laughs> and you're getting paid the whole time. Oh, yeah. Well, we're getting unemployment. Getting the unemployment time. the whole time. She was out there. But Washington State has, like, the highest unemployment rate. So, like, okay. like yeah. they pay you a lot of money. That's so sick. That's, That's awesome. like, basically the best thing I ever did with my time. Yeah. <laughs> that was Because yeah. the rest of the summers, you'd either, like, come here, go to New yeah. York, go to Pennsylvania. It's hard because, like, during that time, it's – I don't know. You're, like, excited. It sounds really nice to have that amount of time off. But then you're constantly thinking like i have to get back in shape i have to get back in shape or you're trying to just stay in the same level of shape the entire time So stressful and so you're like well i can't go on this vacation that long because like i need to go back and take classes or like that's the part where it's hard that's the part where it relates to sports like imagine Mm -hmm. if you took six to eight weeks off of your sport and then just go back into it yeah and like being in the it'd be different if i was in school because You're just taking classes. Like, you could be out of shape for classes. But when you're in the company and you come back and you're out of shape, you have – our class was optional. We were not paid for classes in the morning. All that we were paid for, like, was from 12 to 6 p.m., six six hours. Okay. And so – And classes, you're saying, from, like, other – Dancers or is it choreographers? Like who teaches class? Our ballet masters or our okay. boss, like the people who teach us ballets. Okay, so people who like know us very the well, the people high up. Yeah. What does in shape for ballet mean? Your cardio, your flexibility. It just means like getting back to whatever, yeah, whatever your flexibility was at prior to your break. Yeah. So like and whatever. And or no? Is that not? Yeah, card your stamina. I mean, I'm just assuming, yeah. Whatever it takes to like finish a ballet. So, and it's whatever shape you need to be in for the next set of ballets that you're rehearsing. So you can't go back and be out of shape because you're starting your day, your first day back after eight weeks off, like for, with rehearsals, you know? And like. Oh, for like goes, your next performance. Yeah, yeah, it's not just like, oh, we're going to give you an easy week back. Like. No, to get back you have and to shade right. No, we were paying you for six hours today. Like, I'm sorry, your feet hurt because you haven't danced in ten weeks. Not our problem. That's not our problem. You yeah. could have had them on for ten weeks. Like, 10 I don't know what you days. did that like, we weren't paying you that whole time. We were not responsible for you. Uh, like so that was on you. Yeah, and that's happened a lot. People come back and get injured like their first day back. Oh, and they're like, well, that's on you. Like. It's really, so it's really stressful. Yeah, it sounds like it, yeah. How many so, pairs of shoes or point shoes would you say you went through like a year? year? Oh, a year? Well, I would go through like a pair a day for, for a while. Yeah. The company would give us point shoes so we didn't have to pay for yeah. them. And they were like custom made to my feet. Like they had my last name written on the bottom of them. So it depends what we were doing. Like I was someone who wore my point shoes for, all of class, all the time. Um, I love point shoes; they're amazing. Um, <laughs> yeah. Some people hate them, but I love them. So it depends. Like sometimes I would just wear like a, a one pair a week. It really mattered if I was how lazy I was because we had to sew our own point shoes. Mm. So if I I would make a pair last a really long time. If I was like, I am like, not sewing point shoes today. <laughs> <laughs> sewing, as in you would sew the straps and stuff. Yeah, right? the ribbons. What do you do with shoes once they've gone? What makes a point shoe go bad? When they're too soft, like, okay. um, so th- there's they made like glue that you can like glue your shoes to keep the tips hard. Okay, um, and I would do that before I even wore wore them for the first time, just because I knew they wouldn't last. For, yeah, like one class. But yeah, you can get injured if you are, your shoes are too soft. Okay, because you'll people break their metatarsals. Oh, um, from standing on shoes that aren't supporting them. Yeah. You know, do you just throw them away. Yeah. I know Do they like really go to recycling. Or, like, <laughs> get people? reused. If you're like a principal dancer, they'll also put, autograph the point shoes and like sell them. Right. Like, True. they're dead shoes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm like, when I was a kid, I like point shoes are the like, most special thing ever and like they're really expensive. Like throwing them out. Like I used to save all of my point shoes, but when you're in the company, you just you're, like, toss throwing them. those things out left and right. Like <laughs> I don't give a fuck anymore. Like throwing them out. Like I've dumped. So many pairs of shoes in the trash. Like, I've worn a Sona pair and hated the way they looked, and like worn them for half a bar and then, been like, Fuck these and they're in their way. What? <laughs> like, yes. Just because they so And do you, what, go into like a bin and like, where are the new ones? We had a locker where they'd restock. The staff would just put them in there. So you just open the door and you got shoes. Yes. That's wild. I know. What about yeah, right. <laughs> what about like leotards, tights, your outfits, costumes? Um, those were well costumes and well, I know tights. costumes for the performances yes. are part of the company. And the tights. So they would oh. you know, we'd have performance tights and they like wash them for us and Okay. Because they want everyone to have the same tights on and they want them all to be really nice. Yeah. But like your practice clothes. That was like all on us to okay. buy. Everyone borrows though. We're all like in a locker room. And yeah. I was like ended up having leotards from people like who danced like twenty years ago because oh they would get like passed down. That's amazing. Yeah. So I I mean, I still have my locker is still full of stuff at PNB. Someone I need to go else still have one. I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like known for having a messy locker though. Anyone <laughs> my stuff? Like, if you can find anything in there, enjoy. take it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I tell people. It's like I don't know what's going on. That's so funny. Yeah. So and then just like any job, when you're off the clock, you can do whatever you want, right? Mm-hmm. Like when you're in the company, they don't It's just a job. Yeah. They do not dictate what you do in your life. They like legally can't because we're part of a union. And so they are not allowed to comment on like anything that you do outside of our, when we're getting paid.
1: Perfect. So
0: we're getting paid from 12 to six. Like my boss isn't even allowed to have like a meeting with me or call me at like 630. Oh wow. You know, unless it's like. Something you know serious yeah or... well because that's like off the clock like that's uncharted territory like he can't no one knows what's being said to me right. after that you know and like you know what if something bad happened and like
1: totally it's no record of it yeah and, yeah
0: okay so no they can't really like people have tattoos and stuff and they're not allowed to say you Anything. can't have tattoos because you're only only if you didn't cover them for shows mm. because like they're only paying us to like for the show to look how we look on stage So, however, we look not on stage, they can't really say anything. So that's the same for like hair color, haircut, yeah, makeup. As long as you look facial hair, yeah, interesting. Mm -hmm. So speaking of looks, you know, everyone knows ballet. You're long, you're thin, you're Mm -hmm. this elegant like pencil lines, right? Yeah. So. Did you ever, did you personally or like friends or coworkers or whatever, like what are pros and cons to that? Anything that you feel comfortable discussing? Like what is, what's that like where your, your appearance is so important, but in such a different way? Yeah. So this is like a really big topic going on right now in the ballet world, especially because of the pandemic and people not dancing. So, yeah, I've known a lot of people. I mean, I've had friends who've been fired because of the way their body looks, you know. For being being overweight overweight, or underweight or – Being overweight usually. And this is like a really hard topic to nail down because, yeah, that's an awful thing to happen, you know, and that's really hard for whoever goes through it. But the boss has a right to say – to pick and choose who he wants out on his stage. So it's like any other type of art form. He has an opinion about everyone who's in his company.
1: Yeah. It's
0: like if you go to an art gallery and one friend likes his painting and the other one doesn't, you know, that's the end of the conversation. Yeah. Neither's wrong, and you don't get offended. You're like, all right, well, I like it, and you don't. That's fine. But it's different when it's yourself and it's your body. Right. You know, they like he can make comments on it, or not. He sorry, whoever the boss is, (laughs) yeah, can make comments on it, or choreographers that come in. That's happened um if they don't like someone how someone looks, you know, they can say they don't want them in their piece because it's the way it's their aesthetic, it's how they want it to look. So there's a big conversation going on in the ballet world about, you know, we need to change how ballet views bodies. And it will only work unless we all agree right. to change how we think it looks. And there's actually I took a screenshot of this article because there was a New York Times article that came out about very well-known dancer. She was talking about, she's written actually really, really thin. She was like, you know, it's like hard for me because I kept thinking I need to be like thinner, thinner, thinner. So if I'm really skinny, then I'm setting the standard to be that skinny because I'm a principal dancer. Look at me. But so, and then there was like comments on it because they're like the pandemic happened and now people are way, like weighing more or like, obviously, because yeah. I'm dancing. <laughs> dancing at home. And so there's a good point because they're, Someone made a comment about, you know, how that is going to affect the companies. And this person said, if six pounds makes all the difference between looking the part and not looking the part, then all this article suggests is that healthy bodies don't look good on stage or in tutus. Mm. And so it's just like no one should be talking about weight at all. You know, a boss has a right to say if he doesn't like the way you look, just like he has a right to say he doesn't like your dancing, Mm -hmm. you know but it needs to come from a place that doesn't have this really unrealistic standard. Right. So would they, is it like, if you're this tall, you need to weigh this number? Is it more literally how you look and the the scale doesn't matter, it's just the appearance? Yes, it's just the appearance. And it's more so like if, you know, because I struggled a lot with weight because I was naturally really thin. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was more so like I'm this weight and I'm naturally really skinny. But if I gain 10 pounds, it's very noticeable. Right. I'm still skinnier than the person to my right, but I am 10 pounds heavier. And for you. And that's noticeable. Yes. Right. So wow. – or skinnier, whichever. Yeah, it is. whichever direction. It's like you – it's – Really, I mean, my boss too also said this to me a lot. Where he's not, it's not worried about. He's not worried about how I look compared to other people. He's worried about how I'm fluctuating, or how other some someone else is fluctuating. That's when it's not healthy. It's like you shouldn't have put on twenty pounds this year. You know, right? Something's going on. That's wrong. Okay. Or you should not have lost twenty pounds this year. Like something's going on. That's wrong. right. And that's not something I want to put on my stage because it's unhealthy. It's unhealthy for you. It's unhealthy for people, you know, to think that's okay. So, it's just so would like, you say he had more of a positive outlook or no? It's just a different outlook. It was just <laughs> different. And okay. it, again, it was just his personal opinion. On like, Yeah. Depending on who he liked. You know, that's another right. thing. Like it can be very annoying because he is a real person and, you know, he has opinions. And yeah. if he doesn't like you, he doesn't like you. And he's going to notice if you put on more weight more than he'll notice on someone else because he doesn't like you as much. Sure. Yeah. You know. That's so, so difficult. It's a really hard conversation that's happening but it's good that it's happening, though. It's good that it's happening. And overall people just need to you know, all these directors who are the directors of companies right now, they grew up dancing in a very different era. era. <laughs> <laughs> um and so they they were all super, super thin, all the women, you know, doing drugs and like just it's very, very different. And so now... Now they're trying to focus now on health. Yeah, it's mental health. It's, yeah. like, it's everything. So yeah, it's a good conversation that's happening, but we'll see where it goes, yeah. see if it actually changes.
1: Yeah, so whenever I was young, I started... Well, when I was little, I did ballet, but I moved around a lot, so my mm-hmm. family couldn't and they couldn't afford to put me in ballet classes. And then, so I started taking free classes at my high school and mm-hmm. I love. Oh my God! I've always wanted to be like prima ballerina. Just like, oh my God, loved it so much. So I did it through high school, and like I choreographed musicals for my high school. And oh, oh my God. God! And then in college, I was a music major for a year.
0: Mm -hmm. So
1: naturally I took all the ballet classes that I could And I I, The ballet school down the street I couldn't afford to take a class But I volunteered Mm -hmm. to do like the Children's classes And then Mm -hmm. they let me take Classes for free. Oh wow! And so I was really, I was in it. I was like, I'm gonna be a ballerina and all that. Uh-huh. Like a nutcracker two ta- two years in a row and like did all the performance. Wow. and All that. And then my body just wasn't right for it, mm. and, and I was reminded of that a lot. And I was, so, I was like the oldest girl there, so yeah. I just like felt like so out of place. And so eventually, I was like, well, this. I just can't do this.
0: Yeah, it's really hard when people get, you get shut down by other people's comments about uh. your body and then you naturally aren't gonna do as well. Yeah,
1: absolutely. That's you in know, anything. That's yeah. an
0: anything. Yeah. If someone tells you like, uh, you're probably like, I don't know, I'm naturally a lazy person. So I wouldn't have made it as far in the ballet world if I didn't have natural ability. I don't know. Like, so people always sit like, for like, you have so much potential, you have so much potential. So I'm like, okay, yeah, I can keep doing this. Yeah. That um, you were hyped yeah, up. Yeah, hyped up. But if someone told me, like, when I was younger, like, oh, no, you don't have this, this, and this, but like, yeah, you're probably right. I'm going to yeah. stop now. Like, <laughs> i <don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> stop with These people, and you're like, they know more than I do. Yep. Right. <laughs> like, you are telling me I don't have it, that obviously I don't have right. it. You're right. Really awful, though. What do you think? think about having a profession that is looked at the same way as like astronauts or like pilots or doctors mm. like i feel like that is such a thing especially for little kids like yeah i want to be a ballerina yes yeah is ballerina a thing is that like a real word yeah. okay i mean sometimes when i'm like <laughs> if i'm doing like it- I'm trying to think. Whenever I've done like a job application, where I have to put down my your job, job. I think it's like taxes. I'll put ballerina because it's funny, but like, huh? (laughs) But I don't know. I mean, like I know it's it's your job and you've done it your whole life. But have you ever sat and thought about like, wow, I have like a dream career? But I don't know. It's like sad to me because you turn like this one thing. Like, okay, so. I'm I'm pregnant and I'm having a baby, um, but, and I'm having a girl. Not that it changes if it was a boy, but like people ask me, like I would never. I really, really hope she never wants to dance. Really, That's really sad. Yes, because it is the, as you're a little, like a little girl, like oh, I want to be a ballerina. Like it's so beautiful and so special. Like. Oh, And then you get there and it just, your heart is just constantly being broken by it. I know it's really sad, but it's true. It constantly breaks your heart because you're like, you're romanticizing this thing in your head constantly over and over and over again. You're like setting new goals for yourself and they're not met. And then you're like, oh, I'm bad. And then, so then you set a goal like a little lower and then that one's still not met, but it's not you. It's because everyone else is getting better or like everyone's on different paths and it's just. You're just constantly like getting like crushed down until you reach a point where you're either. It kind of sounds like you're. I don't know. Yeah, it's it totally like, makes sense. Yeah, but yeah, it just is no longer this like dream on a pedestal. Yeah, it's it's like just, it just is what it is. Yes. now. it's yeah. reality, and it's your job. It's your. It's paycheck. a job. So yeah. I remember when you started calling it work, yeah, and not practice, yeah, yeah. because it is like, like it I remember is... when your vocabulary yeah. switched. Like, if we were rehearsing a ballet or something that, like, I hated or I was doing a part that I hated, like, everyone would act this way. Like, you'd be just being there because you had to to get your paycheck. And, like, that's just like any other other job. You clock in you get the fuck out when your time's up. So I would just, I mean, I think everything's cool. Like, never let your passion fully become your job because it will be really sad for you. I like that. I mean, it's, it's sad, true. but I like that. I like it, you saying that it, though. Yeah, like I ended up not like like I love ballet, but I do not like it like at all. At gotcha. all. Because you don't like, like dancing anymore or yeah. ballet as a whole. I don't like dancing cuz I'm teaching now and I really like teaching. Mm-hmm. You've yeah. always taught. Yeah, right, as part of your just yeah, being in that world, you've always taught. Yeah, I would like teach assist when I was a student, mm-hmm. and then now I'm getting to teach on my own. And I really, really like it. But I'm sure those girls think that you are like a oh, superstar. Uh, I God mean, you me. are <laughs> you are a superstar. But I'm sure those girls learning from you is like <laughs> so insane, yeah. or so kids. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna ask because we're sitting we're sitting here in Nancy's room on her bed, and the bed is made, and so I want to know. <laughs> Do you make your bed because you truly want to, or do you make your bed because you feel like you'll be judged if you don't? Oh, my God. No, I have to. I want to, and I have to. I wait until the second Levi gets out of bed. (laughs) Brittany's showing us (laughs) us her unmade bed right now. (laughs) I have to because it's just so much more appetizing to get into a made bed at night. That's what I said. It's like a hotel. Like Oh, my God. That's what I said. Feeling back the covers. Yes. So nice. It's like refreshing getting in a bed that's made. Like I literally, the second Levi wakes up, and he'll wake up so much later than me, the second he puts his feet on the floor and gets up, I'm making the bed. You run in no, here. No, I run in here. I will like, not be able to enjoy what else I'm doing out there if I know the bed is not made in here yet. Because I'm like, oh, I'm going to walk in there and the bed's not made. Like, oh. So you just have to, I immediately make it. Is she my sister? Is she my oh, sister? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's so much nicer. I don't I know. I agree. I'm with the girlfriend. And I'm always laying in bed. So it's like, totally. I want it to be made. Yeah. You lay on top of the bed. Yeah, during I like the top day. of it during yeah. the dead. <laughs> Well, because then you don't want to be a loser, like <laughs> like under colors all day. <laughs> <But> that's <laughs> actually hilarious. So, when Nancy first, so you know, the pandemic hit, ballet cannot be being done. Mm-hmm. She gets put on unemployment, just like millions of people, right? So she comes home to Atlanta, where her siblings are and her parents, and she actually lived with me for about six months. And Nancy would make her bed every morning, but then she'd hang out in her room watching TV on top of the covers, but with another blanket on top of her. <laughs> it makes so much sense to me, though. No, I am with you. <laughs> I am with you. I would never let myself lay funny. under the covers all day. <laughs> Not like, during the that's day. That's so sad and depressing. <laughs> Not during the day. Like, so that's depression. Oh, God, I mean, I already had Depression. i was like, walking was to the club. I was, that was, I was very depressed, but... <laughs> like, at least my bed was me. I'm with you. I agree. Because then it was so exciting getting ready for bed at night. Like, yes. Because then you're like, all right, now I'm going like, to take off these sweatpants. Put it on my new sweatpants. Sweatpants. <laughs> Put it on my new sweatpants. Wash my face, even though I didn't leave the house today. Yeah. <laughs> and then like pull back the covers and yeah. then watch two more hours of TV under the covers because it's bedtime. Totally. <laughs> there's a whole system there. No, I'm I'm there. Okay, I'm good. there. Brittany's not, but <laughs> I am. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure there's other people that are relating relating yeah. to them. Like, <laughs> Gotta have a made bed. Yes. <laughs> Um, all right. So you're pregnant. You have a baby girl this yes. summer, right? She's due July, July 26th. So, so Leo, so she'll be a Leo. I want a Leo so bad. You do. Oh yeah. Our just... mom is a Leo. I know. But like, I know. Leo women, like they are just gonna like so get it. That's true. And like the most, most famous people are Leos. Okay. Okay. I think it's the most you're most likely to become famous if you're a Leo. I read okay. that somewhere. But then I looked up like who also was born on July twenty sixth, and there's like a ton of famous people, like that's really cool fun. people. It, that's your due date, is the 26th. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I mean she could also be a cancer if she comes early, because it'll be a cuspy cancer, very emotional. Yeah. But they're both good. That is so funny. Yeah. Do you know your Enneagram?
1: group? Yeah.
0: Uh, okay. So I used to, and then you forgot. I forgot it. completely. I need to do it again. I was just thinking about that the other day. Wait, I should have prepped you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know your Myers Briggs? We don't for talk that. about that much on this show, but do you know? I it? forgot. No. You're, I, you're, you're obviously name. an extrovert. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I don't. Wait. What are the options for that? Oh, there's a shit ton. I know, but is it like that one's like like three A or something? Is that no? That no. Enneagram. No, I mean, Myers Briggs. Like I'm um, ENFJ. Mm. All I know I'll is have I'm an extrovert. That's all I know about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to do it again. And Brittany's an I, I I, right? I, so yeah. you're introverted. Yeah.
1: yeah. Introvert. Yeah. It's like uh introvert, extrovert, uh in it. Mm. Oh god I, I don't remember the E and I. I don't remember the N. Or the next one, and then it's like perceiving and judge. Oh my gosh, I
0: have no idea. I shouldn't be talking about this. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I was just curious because sometimes people don't know Enneagram; they do know their Myers Briggs. -Briggs, I think Myers Briggs -Briggs is very
1: surface level, and I don't, I don't like it as much as Enneagram. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, because it can change.
1: Yeah,
0: Myers Briggs is more. It's just like a, it's a characteristic type of thing that can totally change based off the environment you're Mm -hmm. in when you take the test. Yeah, but. Yeah, I feel like we covered a lot, Nancy. A lot. Yeah, I I love it though. I I probably tell ninety percent of the people that I speak to. No, I'm gonna bump that to ninety five percent of the people that I speak to. That I one of my sisters is a professional ballet dancer.
1: It's like the coolest title ever.
0: I'm like always showing yeah. your Instagram to people because it's it is it's it's very cool. It's very special yeah. and unique. Do you know are, how many companies are in the U.S.? Do you know? Uh, I don't know.
1: Big? Don't how about know. what
0: are the bigger ones? Like five? Yeah. Like there's not a lot. Yeah, there's not a lot. How many people-ish are in a company on average? So we had a small company. We didn't, we had like, oh shoot, I don't even remember. Not even 40 dancers, I think. So let's just, I was asking for the purpose of, let's say that there's five major companies in the US and there's only 40 dancers per company average. That's only about 200 professional Mm -hmm. ballet dancers in our country. So that's why, like, that's why it is so fucking yeah. cool that not only my sister is one, but I know you. I know, obviously, I know your friends and coworkers. Yeah. Like, that's fucking cool. And most people don't know a professional ballet dancer. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. too. And I, it's interesting because I've, you know, I've spent some time with Nancy's friends and coworkers yeah. who all, you know, equally have been dancing their whole lives. Two of her really good friends are like soloists in the company, amazing, amazing dancers. And Mm -hmm. it's so interesting to be around them because obviously when they all get together, they're gonna talk about work, Yeah, right? Just like Uh, anyone, just like anyone does, (laughs) that's what happens. But what's really interesting to me, because I'm someone who like pays attention to people's mannerisms and and certain characteristics, and they all have like such delicate things about (laughs) them. Their hands are delicate. The way they move is always so graceful. Like nothing drops or spills when you're around them or breaks. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like the clumsiest person ever. But you know what I mean? My boyfriend will say otherwise. (laughs) But you know what I mean? Like everything is just always delicate. Yeah, and it's like to me, it's um, it's like this certain type of prestige and agreed, you know. Yeah. And I know to Nancy, it's not because it's regular; it's her life. But from an outsider, especially going from being around like CrossFitters and powerlifters, like disgusting. <laughs> ass- <laughs> it's pretty like, gross. Nasty, like ass- and like pissing Wait, Nancy. <laughs> Wait, that's. Uh, when I told Nancy about how girls will pee when they're lifting, she thinks that that is the most bizarre, <gasps> disgusting, fucked up thing well, she's no, ever heard. no, I don't want to say it's disgusting because the, bo- no, the body is beautiful. No, of- <laughs> no, disgusting at the fact that people are peeing on a stage oh, in front of yeah, people. I'm just like so painful. Like in ballet, you're like taught to hold your pelvic floor, like to right. do everything. Of course. Like, I could never pee while I was doing something like through yeah. my tights. Yeah. Like honestly, yes. Like, <gasps> I was telling her how there's. I I know lifters who wear two pads under, like yeah. in their underwear, well, that's so that you don't their pee. to have. Yeah. And like, you dance, can't control it. You can't control. Well, some people you can, of course, and then some people you yeah. can't. Yeah. But it's just funny because obviously, like ballet dancers aren't like that. They're yeah. they're such a you know. There's not a hair out of place. You know, like they're so delicate. That's just like the word (laughs) that I, they're just delicate. And it's so interesting and awesome to be around them. You know, yeah. they have these like fancy wine and cheese nights, which, like, <laughs> yeah, like everyone does that. Yeah. But for some reason, Just, when they're like, ballerinas they all getting together and yeah. like, but we're like, like with their tutus though. on, <laughs> but really, they're getting like fucked up off Broken of these cigarettes, yeah. bottles of yeah. wine. Like, like, <laughs> like dominoes. Like, it's, <laughs> like, really like, yeah. it's fun though. It's yeah. I love it. It's interesting. And then it's an interesting life. You got girlfriend, it yeah. sure is. Mm-hmm. So, so I guess we can end it on well, two things. Well, where I know you're teaching now, mm-hmm. where do you see yourself going? Do you think you're gonna like once the baby's here, are you gonna stay in the ballet world? Or are you gonna continue teaching? Do you see yourself ever going back to PNB for any any type of like I don't know, yeah. I don't know, uh, teaching, choreographing? Is yeah. teaching the same as choreographing? Like, where do you yeah. see yourself in ballet? I want to keep teaching for sure. Okay. I love it. It's so much fun. I just love it. Like, I really, really like teaching. I do like choreographing, but not as much as teaching. Teaching Um, is more you're showing them positions. Yeah, and, like, working with people's individual bodies and, like, what they're actually capable of. Yeah. Like, some people aren't capable of doing the same things as, like, the person standing in front of them. Yeah. So it's really fun to be able to work and, like, to really see people improve. Like, I'm teaching these girls right now who are like, twelve to fifteen and like we I, I'm only teaching them once a week but I will go back each week and they're in better. better. Like, oh like, my God, and I'm talking to them like this, like freak out, I'm like, you remembered that correction? I'm like, yeah, I've been working on it all week. love and that. Like, so yeah. I love yeah. that. See, and so that's something bringing it back to these like really important conversations that are happening in the ballet world. Mm-hmm. Do you think you're at the point or coming up on the point where your generation, you guys are becoming teachers, so yeah. you can change those yeah. conversations and the narrative, right? Yeah, I think so. Like I You think, can teach these girls that their bodies yeah. are beautiful no matter like, their I weight. I already try to say things like instead of like sucking your stomach, mm-hmm. like you, I'll give a correction of like, like hold it. Or like not even that sometimes. Just like you need to think of like lifting up under your rib cage because naturally you have to suck in to do that. Mm. You know? You're and, like, changing the yeah, words like, you're changing using. things how to say like – I don't know. Like, it's very little things that you don't realize you pick – like, people pick up on when you're younger. Mm-hmm. So, like – I think that's great, though. Yeah. That and, like, you are in a position now where you can help these young students yeah. not have and these And I try not negatives. to say, like, tummy. Like, you know, there's really – like, there's certain things. Tummy or belly. Like, those yeah. have, like, negative connotations. Yeah. It like, means that it's something that, like, should There's something be there. there. Yeah, yeah. When it's, like, it's just your stomach. Like, yeah. Like which really your stomach bones. is just an organ yeah so like, i always say to my like students or mm-hmm. athletes i say core yeah right like your yeah. core because your core mm-hmm. is your entire trunk yeah. not just your abs and yeah. your stomach so i try to say ribs a lot too though just because that yeah. it makes you do naturally like suck in yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you there's no way you can like curve up under your ribs without sucking in right yeah. like there's. So I like that. I think that's so important that someone like you yeah. can help change. Yeah, I think it will get better when, like I said, it's like the older generation. Yeah. It's is. your They're generation the running, running the that companies needs to, right. Now, right? Yeah. So change. How do you get to run a company? Do you have to, is it something where you're hired or do you buy in? You're hired okay. by usually the board who owns the company. And is that just like a bunch of rich fucks? Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's usually someone like pretty well known or a choreographer or someone who's okay. already a ballet master at another company. You know, you kind of just got to woo the board and like. It's kind of like, like the NFL. Where coaches and general managers, which would be like a, chore- a choreographer and a director, mm-hmm. they're hired from the board, who's just a bunch of rich fuckers who are funding, who like think like <laughs> they're just funding. They'll the team. bring like good a good look for mm-hmm. the company, you know. Um, okay, yeah. So it's similar to that. Yeah. Okay, he's got to be able to woo the donors. Yeah, cool. Well, do you want to leave our listeners with anything? Do you have? Um, do you want to send them to your Instagram? Yeah, Nancy Cassiano or hey. a Kitty Kitty Girl six six six. We'll li- we'll link them in the description. We'll link them in the description. Uh, yeah. I don't I'm just not really I'm posting lots of selfies <laughs> and my pregnant belly. We love it. Yeah. I love it. Why not? It's very slowly growing. <laughs> wish it was growing Yes. More. It's so annoying. <laughs> well, because you feel really gross and like So you want like the belly none to of my show close fit. But like that's oh, awesome. It. Well, thank you so much for being here, Nancy. Thank you guys. So I hope fun. everyone enjoyed it. I know I enjoyed it. Yeah. Brittany, do you feel like you're, you're gal pals with Nancy now?
1: Totally, I can't yeah. wait to go to Atlanta. No. Yes. I know,
0: fun. All right, well, thank you guys so much. We're gonna link all of Nancy's, all of her info in the description box. Maybe I'll get her to tell me like her favorite ballet person to follow or something, and we'll yeah. add that in there too, or, or maybe a choreographer performance or something. Yeah. So that you guys, if you made it this far into the episode, I know, God. then you'll get <laughs> then you'll get a little uh, you'll get a little goodie in the description box. You, this you guys know the vibes, baby. <laughs> <laughs>